Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s. On KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. If you had been listening to the show, uh, actually the past couple of shows, you'll notice I wasn't here because I was in Miami doing some television work. It was kind of like a spur-of-the-moment trip, and I'm back. So, I'm back live. Today we are going to take an advanced look at the moon's nodes. This is an advanced show, so if you're a beginner, then you should probably record this show and save it. And if you're a regular, you should definitely record this show and keep it, or at least the topic part. Okay, and, uh, yeah, I would like to uh, thank some friends of mine for helping produce today's show. Douglas Block and Demetra George, where some of the information for today's Astrology Hour topic has come from. Two wonderful astrologers. All right, it's great to be back in L.A. again. I'm sorry, I, I don't care for Miami. <laughs> I don't care for it. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to live there. I actually don't want to have anything to do with the play. It has changed since I have been there, and it's changed, I'll have to say, for the worst. L.A. is where it's at, so this is where I'll stay. Now, if you have your astroscopes in front of you or if you have your charts in front of you, you will notice, if you've filled in your abbreviations on the first page, that there's an abbreviation that says N-O, and that is the north node of the moon in your chart. Now, we're going to discuss both the north node and the south node in today's topic. So, as part of today's topic, we're going to ask you to be able to look for your node and find it and identify it. So, when we look on my astroscope, for example, it says NO8TA59, which means Farley's north node is 8 degrees, which is the first number, TA in Taurus, and 59 minutes. Now, the nodes are located by sign and by house. So if you've been wise enough or intelligent or aware enough to number your houses, you'll not only find out where your north is by sign, like mine, 8 degrees Taurus, 59 minutes, but you'll also be able to notice which piece of pie of the 12 slices of pie, which is what your chart is made up of, what house your north node is located in. So my north node's in the seventh house. Now, as part of today's topic, because we're talking about the moon's nodes, which is a critical part of any astrology chart. And just because these nodes are not planets, I want you to know that I feel that the moon's nodes are absolutely essential in understanding astrology and the individual concerned with the astrological analysis. So this topic is critical for astrological awareness. Another major point, major point is that we do not show the south node on any of our charts. In order to find the south node, you'll have to go exactly opposite to where the north node is located and fill it in yourself, which means hopefully you know your opposites, but if you don't, I'll tell you right now. Aries and Libra are opposite. Taurus and Scorpio are opposite. Gemini and Sagittarius. Cancer and Capricorn. Leo and Aquarius and Virgo and Pisces, which means if you have north node in one of those signs, your south node, would be exactly opposite. For example, my north node 
in Taurus at 8 degrees 59 minutes, the south node is always exactly opposite that sign, which would be Scorpio, at the same degree, same minute, 8 degree, 59 minutes. So I'm now going to ask you to find your north node and fill it in, what it is, what sign, what degree, what house, and then find your south node, at which is not shown. You have to fill that in, write it in, and then you'll know where your north and south node is in your chart. If you don't have an astroscope, that's why you should record this show, so you can play it for yourself. <laughs> some other time to figure it out. So, we know where the north and the south node is. Like the angles, the nodes are not physical bodies, but they are just points in space. The nodal points arise from the intersection of the moon's orbit with the plane of the ecliptic. Now, that would be the path of the sun and the planets as they appear to revolve around the earth. Is that clear? So the north or ascending node, all right, shows where the moon crosses the sun's path from south to north. The south or descending node conversely is formed when the moon travels from a northerly to southerly celestial latitude. All right? Now the nodes are referred to in Chinese astrology, which I like to refer to them myself, as the dragon's head, which is the north node, and the dragon's tail, which is the south node. Of course, the moon here would be the dragon. <laughs> in the birth chart, the north node is a symbol of spiritual power and integration. Write that down if you're not taping this. The north node is a symbol of spiritual power and integration. It depicts the future and represents how new learning experiences can lead to personal growth. So like I've said before, I really feel the north node is the purpose of the soul, the mission in life, as far as reaching your highest good or absolving most of your karma. Now, on the other hand, the south node lying directly opposite the north node, as I've told you, is a symbol of the past and past lives and represents the path of least resistance. It depicts deeply ingrained behavior patterns that may limit the development of future potential. <laughs> so if you understand what your south node is, you'll know what your weakness is. And that is really unbelievably the truth because if you want to validate astrology, then check out your south node and it may blow your mind when you do find out what your true weakness is. The metaphysical rationale for this is that all northward motion symbolizes the drive towards spiritual self-fulfillment, while southward motion symbolizes the soul's descent into matter. So north would be spirit and south would be matter. In interpreting the nodes, it's important to remember that health and proper balance comes from, actually, I would say, karmic evolution comes from a proper balance between the past and the future, the old and the new. So the key is not to abandon your south node experience in favor of the north's, Instead, use your south node as a base of operation while moving forward into the path of future growth depicted by your north node sign and house position, which I will discuss coming up here. Is that clear? See, because wherever the south node is, is going to show where we've fallen down in our past lives. And, you know, it may depict a weakness with money or a weakness with sex or love or romance our weakness concerning obsession, addiction, all kinds of things can be discovered here 
from understanding the south node. So we're not really asking you to totally let go because you're not going to be able to because this is your weakness. So the south node is going to be a part of your behavioral pattern. It's going to be quite evident and super obvious. All right? So let me repeat that again. Use your south node as a base of operation while moving forward into the path of future growth depicted by the north node sign and house position. Now let's take a look at the moon's nodes in the signs that would be opposite each other and how they would express themselves in our birth chart. Now first we'll take a look at the Aries-Libra polarity. That would mean north and or south node in either Aries or Libra. And I hope that actually when we take a look at this particular segment here, you understand a few things. Because if you are advanced, then one thing you would know is that all the signs of the zodiac run synonymous with the houses. And I want to explain that to you. Aries is synonymous to all first house activities, and Taurus second house, and Gemini third house, and Cancer fourth house. Leo would be fifth, Virgo would be sixth, Libra would be seventh, and then Scorpio eighth, Sagittarius ninth, Capricorn tenth, Aquarius eleventh, and Pisces twelfth house. So when I go over the description of north and south node in any of the zodiac signs, you can synonymously also include the house meanings. Like when I'm talking north node in Aries, south node in Libra, I'm also talking north node in first house, south node in seventh house. So I want to make that clear. And that way, when you really want to plug in to your direction and your growth patterns and understand from the north node, understand your weaknesses from the south node, you're just going to learn a heck of a lot from today's topic. Okay, now north node in Aries would be to become an individual rather than depend on someone else, all right, or north node in the first house. South node in Libra and or south node in the seventh house, the weakness would be to live life through others and become dependent. Isn't that interesting? I mean, if you know your chart, if you have your chart in front of you, you will find this topic to be invaluable and probably the best way we have ever, ever, ever handled the moon's nodes. So you're going to love this. North Node in Libra, some people may wonder, why did he go to Miami? I almost moved there, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> I was offered a possible job opportunity, but I decided that I was going to stay in L.A., and you all made a really major showing of support this weekend when we really made a call that we needed that support. So that's why I'm here. North Node in Libra, or North Node in the seventh house is to learn the lessons of cooperation and sensitivity to the needs of others. All right? Heavy, huh? Once again, North Node in Libra, or North Node in the seventh house, is to learn the lessons of cooperation and sensitivity to the needs of others, and I would also say to develop kindness, consideration, and understanding for others. All of that is North Node in the seventh house, which is what I am striving for, because I have North Node in the seventh and also North Node in Libra, in case you have that. The South Node in Aries, or South Node in the first house, either one, is the weakness here is me-first selfish philosophy. So if you know people with uh, South Node in Aries or the seventh, and, you know, I've come from a history of this, of this type of karma, frankly, when I was a child, the South Node in the first house is also to be self-centered and not wanting to cooperate with others. Oh, boy, I really relate to that. Had some problems there. North Node in Taurus, or North Node in the second house, 
and I also happen to have my north node in Taurus, is to build a new set of values and develop self-sufficiency and also to develop an own sense of values and the ability to provide for oneself. So that's north node in Taurus or second house. The south node in Scorpio or in the eighth house would be to seek gratification of desires through relationships which can become self-destructive. And also 8th house, south node would be to depend on others financially and to lose oneself totally in another person. So 8th house, south node, or south node in Scorpio could be a sexual obsession also. Now isn't this great? North node in Scorpio, and I'm not going to say the houses anymore because I've already explained to you that if you know the signs, you'll know which houses they align to. So let's just go straight to the signs here so we can cover the whole topic. The north node in Scorpio would be to learn to let go and transform negative thoughts into positive ones. That's one of Scorpio's biggest lessons, letting go and transformation. Also to learn self-control and to share possessions and feelings with partners. The south node in Taurus, the weakness here, or south node in the second house, would be insecurity that produces selfishness, attachment, greed, and hoarding. Also to identify too much with money, possessions, power, and materialism. Heavy, huh? Now, the Gemini-Sagittarius polarity. North node in Gemini would mean, for this life's purpose, for your life's purpose, to learn to communicate clearly, focus attention, and understands others' points of view. North node in Gemini would also be a good listener to learn to relate and to share knowledge or teach. The weakness of the south node in Sagittarius, which is the polarity, you know, if you have north node in Gemini, you're going to have south node in Sag, is to become self-righteous or a free spirit that shirks responsibility, one who may ask for too much space, incessant wandering, gathering knowledge that has truly no application. So that would be south node in Sag. North node in Sagittarius, and of course it's polarity south node in Gemini, the North Node in Sag would be to learn to expand one's awareness and find universal truth, also to broaden one's interests and focus on higher ideas and expression and expansion of these ideas. So North Node in Sag would be the high teacher, the higher teacher, one who is meant to be the worldly philosopher. Of course, the weakness, you know, when you have North Node in Sag, you have South Node in Gemini, and the weakness from having the South Node in Gemini would be indecision, superficiality, immersion in trivia, fear of commitment, to become lost in a world of facts and analysis, details, gossip, and to be entangled in words. And I happen to know somebody with North Node and Sagittarius and South Node and Gemini who could relate to that. Now for the Cancer-Capricorn polarity. North Node of the Moon in Cancer and of course it's polarity, south node and Capricorn, the north node in Cancer, would mean your soul's purpose and your strength would be to learn to give and receive nurturing and to value emotion, to develop personal foundations, emotional strength, focusing on home and family. All right? And then it's polarity, south node in Capricorn, the pursuit of prestige and power is a weakness here. Intolerance of vulnerability, we're talking coldness, to neglect family and home responsibilities through too much emphasis on worldly achievement. 
That's a heavy one. North node in Cancer, South node in Capricorn. And if you're following with the sinistry here, it would be North node in the 4th house, South node in the 10th. Now, let's go to North node in Capricorn and South node in Cancer. North node in Capricorn would mean the power here that we would strive for would be to learn organization and discipline and accepting self-responsibility, developing a self and a social respect through professional achievement. This is like selfless achievement. North node in Capricorn, that's your life's mission, or north node in the 10th. South node in Cancer, or south node in the 4th, the weakness here would be to be an insecure child, depending upon others, to cling, which causes difficulty with endings, to allow insecurities, fear, and family to block potential worldly achievements. <laughs> Seems like the deeper we go into the signs, the more intense it is. Two more groupings left, the Leo Aquarius and the Virgo Pisces. North node in Leo or in the fifth house, what our life's purpose here, what we are born to expand to, north node in Leo would be to develop strength, confidence, personal willpower, optimism, and belief in oneself. Also to learn about the creative process and how to materialize the creative impulse to focus on family and children with North Node and Leo in a selfless way. And of course, everyone with North Node and Leo has South Node in Aquarius. And of course, the South Node in Aquarius runs synonymously with South Node in the 11th house, like I said. And the weakness here would be being too erratic and inconsistent, excessive detachment to indulge in fantasy and future possibilities to let group involvements take away from personal development. <laughs> so that's a heavy one, too. Now, having the reverse of that, North Node in Aquarius, or North Node in the 11th, you would strive for what your soul's purpose would be here, would be to develop impersonal humanitarian attitude and put aside one's own personal needs. Is that heavy or what? North Node in the 11th, or North Node in Aquarius, is a total humanitarian mission. That's why it blows me away when I meet people like that. Also, to learn to pursue impersonal service and to learn the value of true friendship and share that value. Now, of course, if you have North Node in Aquarius, you will have South Node in Leo. And synonymously, South Node in Leo runs with South Node in the fifth house. This would show a weakness concerning excessive self-involvement, pride, elitism, and superiority to be prone to excessive ego involvement, especially through love affairs and conquests or romantic involvement. Now, I just want you to notice, as we analyze the nodes, I want you to notice how totally extreme these nodes are. You know, the north side is so totally the light, and the south node is so totally the dark, that when you plug into your north and south node and sign and house, you will feel your power and also identify your weakness. So that's why this topic is so important. It's so important for you to be happy to understand these nodes and let go of the crap that the south node reflects. Like I say, you're going to normally, you're normally going to grow up with the south node's weaknesses. And if you learn and if you become more evolved, you will become your north node. And when you epitomize that north node, you're out of here. Your life mission is over, you know. So it's nothing to be scared of. It's just the purpose of life. And finally, the Virgo-Pisces polarity, North Node in Virgo or in the 6th house, to learn discrimination, clarity, and the ability to screen out unwanted energies, 
to learn the value of work and service to others to create positive diet and health habits for North Node in Virgo. The South Node in Pisces, escapism, daydreaming, self-pity, and taking on others' problems, synonymous with the 12th house South Node, which would also be prone to escapism, withdrawal from the world, isolation, paranoia, and self-pity. And then finally, the last sector, North Node in Pisces, of course it's opposite South Node in Virgo, the North Node in Pisces, or North Node in the 12th house, a heavy node, to develop faith in an ideal and compassion for the suffering of others. Compassion for the suffering of others. To learn and feel part of a larger whole, to need periods of aloneness for sanctuary and meditation, spiritual growth. The South Node in Virgo, or South Node in the 6th house, the weakness for this combination would be excessive skepticism, to be overly analytical, critical, and worrisome, to be obsessed with detail, imperfections, pettiness, and workaholic tendencies, which may not be healthy in the long run. So there you have it, an advanced look at the moon's nodes. And like I say, special thanks to my good friends Douglas Block and Demetra George, who have an awesome information sector in their book, Astrology for Yourself, a workbook for personal transformation, how to understand and interpret your own birth chart. And of course, you can get this book at the Bodhi Tree or the Spectrum or your better metaphysical bookshops. Now, we're getting ready to go to the phones. My mom's on line number four. What's going on, Ma? You there? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> this is a surprise call, Ma. Yes, I just called to say I love you and I missed you. <laughs> to your show and I want to tell everybody pick up those phones let, let, let me hear them ring oh god bless you ma uh -huh. I guess you, you don't want me to move to Miami then right oh, no way I don't want you to move there <laughs> ma I found out all these older people go down to Miami like the whales do they migrate to die down there or something well, the weather is extremely nice right now anyway yeah they got 85 while we got 50 so there's a big difference Okay, well, I'm going to stay here, Ma. Don't right, worry. Right, I'm glad. <laughs> Did you like the topic, Ma? Very good, very interesting. I'm sure your phones are going to buzz off the hook. They're filled, Ma. All right, honey, have a good day and say hello to everyone. Until you hang up, then we'll have one open line. Oh, I'll see that it's filled right away. I'll call you back. <laughs> okay, Ma, I love right, you. Bye-bye. That's funny. Mark Henry, our producer is out there putting up all these names. Uh, line 8 goes, your mom. I go, all right, if mom's there, she gets top priority. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Well, that was a bolt of energy and light. Thanks, mom. That felt really good during this midlife crisis. You need that kind of stuff. Well, the Astrology Hour is going to be on the air for five years, thanks to you, coming up in April. And, gosh, what an effort it has been, huh? I guess at this point, you're probably pretty excited about getting your chart because of this nodal discussion we've had. So now you want to really zero in on where your nodes are. <laughs> because now you're sitting there going, Farley, if I knew where my nodes were, then I could really understand this topic. Well, all I can say is send for your chart and you'll find out where your nodes are. You'll also find out where all your planets are. And you'll also support this public radio show. Now, we're going to take a look at the Sabian symbols for some of the north nodes today and south nodes, strengths and weaknesses in today's show in lieu of calls. I got an offer to do a national television show, a National Astrology Hour television show. So I went down to Miami. I was going to shoot a pilot, but with all the planets so strange, it got all fouled up. So all I got out of it was a free plane ticket. <laughs> and that's about it. 
and a very strange producer. But you never know. Sometimes that stuff comes through and sometimes it doesn't. I like to check it out uh, nonetheless. That's another edition of Astrological Metaphysical Radio. Hope you liked it. See you real soon. Weekdays in the Fox at 12 noon. Bye-bye.